I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Give the gift of choice this season with multi-store cards at giftcards.com. With multi-store cards, treat them to dinner, movies, or shopping on one convenient card. Featuring all your favorites like Macy's, Alta, and Lululemon, it's a great gift card everyone will love. For last-minute gifting, choose the Happy Holidays or Holiday Favorites e-gift, delivered straight to their inbox. Purchase multi-store cards today at www.giftcards.com slash multi-store. What's up, everyone? Ryan Satin here from my living room once again. Uh, I did a live stream today, a Q&A on a whole bunch of different topics, uh, including the mania at MSG Rumors, the Exalted One, crowdless shows, who I build a promotion around, social distancing, uh, surprises versus good stories in wrestling, and a lot more. After I did it, I got a few requests to post this on the podcast feed, so I apologize for it not being the most polished podcast out there right now. But I know everyone's craving content, everyone's looking for different stuff to listen to while they're bored with everything that is going on right now. So I figured I'd toss this on the podcast feed to help entertain some of you, whoever 
of you might be interested in something like this. So uh, sit back, relax, don't talk back to me because that'd be weird, but I hope you enjoy this little Q&A that I did on the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet. Go check it out if you want to watch the video. Subscribe while you're there. I'm going to be doing more live streams throughout the week. So go check it out. Uh, And I hope you enjoy this. Peace. I'll just jump into this first question here. I'm doing a Q&A here anyways, so might as well get in on it. Uh, What will happen to NXT TakeOver Tampa? You know, I don't know exactly yet. Uh, You know, the official statement from WWE is that it's being postponed, obviously. But my guess is that they just end up doing it from the Performance Center. Like everything else has been done so far until we get through all of this. You know, everything going on with the coronavirus is just... You know, the only word to describe it is unprecedented. So, you know, I I think that the only thing they're going to do is just it's going to have to all be performance center shows at the moment. And if it's all performance center shows at the moment, I would imagine they would just do a special episode of NXT with all the takeover matches that were going to take place. So um, that's my guess of what they do of NXT takeover uh, Tampa. I don't think there's any official word yet on all this is so fluid. Everything is happening so fast in the world. Uh, related to coronavirus. So I think that um, it's really hard to predict what's going to happen. What's going to happen just because they're all, they're, they're all still trying to figure it out themselves. So uh, it's a very fluid situation that I'm still obviously tracking. And on this one, I'm really just waiting on official word for things because without official word, like it just, it's just, there's so many things being pitched on everything that, I don't want to put in correct information out there right now. Um, the last thing anyone needs right now is incorrect information. So I'm doing my best uh, to keep things uh, as official as possible right now. Um, let's see what else we got in here. The Lemmy Chops, Sweet Triple H Chops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, I have some different facial hair. <laughs> this is not a permanent decision. Uh, I was going to shave it all off yesterday. But, you know, I was like, well, that's no fun if I just shave it all off in the first go. You know, if I just if I just shave it off all right away, then what's the fun in that? So I decided to keep it for a little bit and just go full Lemmy, Triple H, Scott Dawson style here. And man, my chin is so cold. <laughs> I underestimated how cold your face feels when you've had a beard for so long. I wasn't even... I wasn't even factoring that in. I am so cold when I go outside to take my dogs to the bathroom. (laughs) I'm so cold every time. Uh, Let's see. Do I think SummerSlam is going to be bigger than WrestleMania? Um, I mean, let's hope. I keep seeing this question out there. Let's hope that's a possibility. Uh, There's a lot of bad things happening in the world right now, as anybody who's sitting at home... Uh, can attest to uh, who's worried about maybe their next paycheck or whatever. Uh, I completely sympathize with you. This is a awful situation for everybody. And I'm praying that we get through this and that things don't get worse and that we're able to flatten the curve by people staying inside and that things get better. More people get tested. Everything starts to level out and numbers can go down. If that happens, 
then obviously SummerSlam is going to be bigger than WrestleMania. There's no question. I mean, <laughs> WrestleMania is going to have no audience this year. Uh, the fact that it's going to have no audience is insane. Uh, and so, yeah, if SummerSlam has an audience, then yes, it will be bigger uh, than WrestleMania, obviously. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Um, let's see. It's so boring with no crowd, though. Yeah, you know, uh, I wouldn't say it's so boring. It's just it's much harder for the for the crowd to to work, or sorry, for the for the wrestlers to work uh, without an audience. It's tough, man. Like it, that's 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 the real thing right there is how tough it is for the audience for the for the wrestlers to work and not be able to play off of the emotions of the crowd, which is what they're trained to do. I think that's the the biggest thing. You know, I I, I just wrote up for the site an interview that Jerry Lawler did where he talked about the idea of possibly piping in audience reactions to the shows since there's no audience right now. And I can't decide if I think that's a good idea or not. I, 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 you know, it makes sense because it is, uh, you know, it is something that would help, I guess. But at the same time, like, you know, when you're watching, if you know, it's not organic reactions, uh, then the, People watching are going to be mad about that. They're going to complain about that. So um, I say just leave it as it is and only have the right talent uh, in the ring at this time that can really still put out a good match, that can really still uh, do what needs to be done. Oh, my hair got all messed up here. Hold on a second. Let me fix this here so I don't stop playing with it. There we go. We're fixed. Uh, enough with the political takes. Stick to wrestling. What, dude? I didn't even. I haven't even said anything. I didn't. The coronavirus is not a political thing. The coronavirus is a, a very serious thing that we're all dealing with right now. So, uh, Stephen Alonzo, if that's what you were talking about, uh, actually, my hair is messed up. I'm gonna grab a hat real fast. Two seconds. Hold on. That was bothering me. I kept looking at my messy hair. I wasn't even thinking about it before we started. All right. What do we got next here? Uh, Joshua White, how did you like working for TMZ? Um, I mean, obviously, TMZ, you know, taught me a lot. You know, I learned a lot working there. Um, I got to, you know, be involved in some of the biggest news stories uh, in the world. I broke some of them myself. Got to talk to people that I grew up watching on TV or being entertained by. Uh, got to entertain people on TV uh, all around the world for seven years. Um, all that's really cool. Uh, and it gave me, you know, the the basis for what I needed to be able to start ProWrestlingSheet.com, uh, to be able to cover wrestling full-time because <laughs> near the end of my time at TMZ, all I cared about were wrestling stories. All I wanted to work on were wrestling stories. All I wanted to do was wrestling content. Um, and, and TMZ is not a pro wrestling news website. So um, I, I can't say anything bad about them. You know, Evan, Harvey, Charles, Mike, all the people I worked with, uh, they taught me a lot. Uh, working at TMZ was crazy. There was definitely, if you can survive there and you can, you can uh, move your way up the ladder at TMZ, you can do it anywhere. I'm pretty confident about that. Um, that's, what's made me so confident in my abilities going forward. So yeah, uh, I liked working for TMZ for the most part. <laughs> uh, let's see who, what else we got in here? 
What one wrestler would you – I like this question. Ryan Parkin says, what one wrestler would you pick to be the only fan in the stands at the PC for WrestleMania? Hmm. I mean, obviously, the first person that comes to mind is Otis. You know, Otis is definitely the first one that comes to mind just because every time someone slammed down or something, the idea of him going like, oh, yeah, yeah, and making little, like, noises like that, grunts and things of that nature, I feel like Otis is the perfect choice for that. Uh, it's just the first one that comes to mind. If one of you guys has a better idea, feel free to, to mention it uh, in the comments. Uh, go for it. Uh, I'd like to see what you guys think. <laughs> Norman says, bro, try being bald, always cold. Couldn't imagine it, dude. I The first time I cut my long hair, I felt that uh, I couldn't imagine just having a bald head. I would literally wear, uh, I would wear beanies at all times. <laughs> I'd be so cold. Uh, but you pull it off well, Norman. Uh, you pull it off well. So, so uh, keep keep doing it. Mania at MSG in June. Nick V asks. Um, Nick, you know, obviously, I oh no, is it not working on YouTube right now? Oh no, it is. I got scared that it was broken on YouTube. Um, at Mania at MSG in June. Nick, I uh, obviously have seen what everyone's been saying. I saw the Fight Oracle guys uh, tweet. You know, similarly, similarly to what I said earlier, everything being so fluid, so many things being pitched, um, I just don't think it's fair to lend credibility to any of this kind of stuff because there was the whole June 7th thing even before they announced the WWE Performance Center. And from... What I was told by sources when I reached out asking about why they decided to do it the same day from the Performance Center with no audience as opposed to postponing it a little bit to alleviate some of the pressure and allow themselves uh, a little bit of distance so that they could figure out if doing the show in Tampa Bay in a giant stadium was still a possibility. Um, but from what I was told by my sources, the future is very unclear right now. Like, this is a real time in the world. You know, there's been over 7,500 deaths globally. Um, you know, while some places have, have have flattened the curve or the numbers have slowed down, um, Italy's in quarantine. You know, there there's all these travel bans in place. Um, things are shutting down. Uh, lot, you know, people are being told to stay inside. And I think that there's real uncertainty over the future. And I think that if they postpone it, Further down the line, I believe that what what their fear is that they'll have to push it down even further again if things get worse. And if that's the case, um, that's pretty bad for their business. And so I think they just need to get it done and and take the loss. That that's what I've heard. So if June seventh at Mania is something that's being brought up, um, I believe it's something that's maybe being pitched because people are like, "How are you going to do WrestleManians?" Um, but I don't think it's a firm plan in place right now. I think they're trying to go to the performance center when they were going to do it. Um, Alex, since you did one of these super chat things that I'm not familiar with, I will answer you uh, first. No. Oh, actually, wait. I'm trying to think. How, you know what? The uh, Alex Plain Later podcast asked, have you met any of the What Culture Wrestling guys? I'm trying to think. I want to say... I want to say I have maybe met them at like a at like a WrestleMania maybe like at a con or something, but I, I you know I'm um 
kind of a hermit. I don't go out a ton. I like to stay inside. I, I, I work on a website and I don't have a full staff. So I, I don't tend to go out a ton. So, uh, no, I have, to, to my recollection, I have not met them where I've had like a long conversation. Only, uh, only Matthew. I don't think he, I think he used to do what culture stuff. I'm not sure if he still does stuff with them. I think he does maybe a podcast with them. Not a hundred percent positive. Um, but him for sure. Uh, Matthew, I've met in person. Hilarious dude. Uh, we hung out. Uh, for one of the AEWs, I think actually no, I think it was for All In is when we hung out or Double or Nothing, one of the two. Uh, but yeah, he was a great guy, uh, big big fan of his. He's hilarious. What else we got here in the chat? Uh, shave the head and live in Canada before talking about cold. Yeah, I I say cold. I'm in Southern California, so cold to me is probably not the same cold to a lot of you guys. I apologize for that. It's very different. Um, let's see. If even just one superstar gets the virus, do you think WWE would have to temporarily shut down or something to that effect, similar to what happened with the NBA? Mm, I would say, yeah, it's a contact thing. So you would think they would have to, um, depending on who, I mean, if it's someone that hasn't been in contact with a lot of people, like let's say, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think something off the top of my head. This is not a good example, but like a Lars Sullivan or something like that. Who's been out of action for a year. Uh, no, you know, but I think if it's someone like, I don't know, like, let's say it was someone who was in the ring recently at the performance center. I think they would have to seriously think about it. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine. So, um, that's definitely something that they would have to, seriously look at and address because you don't want, you obviously can't put the talent at risk in a time like this. Uh, so yeah, no, I would, uh, I would definitely say, yeah, I would definitely say that, uh, that they would have to shut down because it would just be detrimental, uh, to all the talent if they didn't just realize I didn't retweet this from the pro wrestling sheet account. I'm going to retweet that from the pro wrestling sheet account. All right. Back to these questions. Rob was weird the other day. Why did you delete your Fred Durst interview from 2016? Alex Torres, uh, you know, I think when we when Collider bought my site and we switched to Podcast One, some of my old interviews didn't get properly transferred over or something along those lines. Um, so I don't know. That's a great question. I didn't know that it wasn't showing up. I just knew that some of the old ones weren't necessarily working because I would try and listen to them in the iTunes store. Um, I don't know. I have to recover that, dude. That's a great time. That's a great conversation with Fred Durst. Not, it's not often you get him just chatting about his wrestling fandom. So uh, I'm going to have to look back at that one. I didn't realize it didn't work. Thanks for the heads up, Alex. Uh, they should have wrestlers in the crowd, lumberjack style, Leonardo says. Leonardo there's no gatherings of there's suggesting there shouldn't be gatherings of 10 people or more. Everyone's got to stand six feet apart because of social distancing. Um, the less people possibly exposed to the virus, the better. Uh, so I, uh, I don't think they should do that. The, they're going to have to do something else. Uh, the chair is so entertaining. Yeah. Shout out to clutch chairs. It's my macho man, Randy Savage chair. Does it turn all the, can I turn all the way around here? Oh, you can't see the good stuff. Where's the good part? Yeah, wait. There's the, yeah, there's the good part where it says Macho Man. It's got the glasses right there. I love this chair. Very comfortable. Shout out to Clutch Chairs. Um, should WrestleMania be postponed? Mm, 
No, similarly to what I said before, I think that, you know, you really got to look at the, the, the landscape right now and what's going on in the world. I just don't think that it, that it, uh, I just don't think it makes sense to do that. Need this, need to get some sun on your chin, bro. Thank you, Chris. Uh, yeah, no, that's why I'm shaving my face. Dude, like when I shaved, just touching here feels so weird because I've had a beard for so long. I was like, oh man, I can, you know, backstage is on hiatus. I'm sitting here in my apartment all the time anyways. Uh, I figured I'd just shave for fun. But there's no way I'm going to enjoy the the baby face that, that that's going to show after this. So the beard will be making a comeback. Don't worry. I just, I just felt like feeling my face for a little bit. It's nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Can we get a bicep flex? No, I'm not there yet. I'm working out Depeche, but I'm not quite at the bicep flex level yet. Uh, hey, Ryan, do you think Bailey needs to turn on Sasha to make her a better heel? That's a great idea, Drew. Um, I think that to some people, the, the Bailey character as a heel right now has kind of fallen flat. Uh, needs something to kind of get it going again. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think that's definitely a possibility. See, my only thing is like, I just think Sasha is so much better as a heel. She's, she's such a great heel. And I honestly, since she's turned heel again, they haven't even really gotten to like, they've only scratched the surface of what she can do as a heel. Um, so I don't necessarily think she'd be better off turning babyface again on SmackDown, turning into a good guy. Um, so I don't know. I mean, Bailey was always better as a face. Bailey's a great face, but it's also too soon to turn her back too. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, do you, do you do super heel Bailey versus regular heel Sasha? I don't know if there's as much interest in that outside of, you know, the, the Sasha and Bailey, uh, Stan universe. Like, I, I, I don't know. Um, obviously they have great matches together. I just feel like they, they, I, I honestly would like to see them get the tag titles again. They're, they're hanging out together all the time. Anyways, might as well put the tag titles back on them. Um, since Oscar is kind of rest, is, is wrestling more than Kyrie these days anyways. So, uh, and, and so that, that's what I would like to see. I'd like to see Sasha and Bailey get the women's tag team titles again. It's going to be so awkward to see Drew winning the title with no one in the crowd. Yeah, it definitely is going to be awkward, Samuel. It's going to be very awkward seeing that. I almost wonder if they don't pull the trigger on it yet and they wait till SummerSlam. You know, we had mentioned earlier that if we make it that far, <laughs> if things are back to normal then and, and everything's all good by the time SummerSlam rolls around and there's an actual crowd there, it would almost be better to do to do Drew's big win there. Um so I, I don't know. I don't know if they pull the trigger on it now at WrestleMania or if they wait. They prolong it a little bit and and they do something to uh, make sure it happens in front of a big crowd. Uh, let's see. What are some other questions in here? How about... I don't know what that says. Have you been watching the Steve Austin Broken School sessions on the network? I have them and they have been fun. The Bret Hart one was awesome with them going over their Mania 13, Justin Toner. Uh, Justin, yeah, I I saw, I want to say I've seen two episodes, and I started the Bret Hart one. 
Um, but I had to stop for work purposes. And so I have not had a chance to pick up again yet because it was something that I wanted to give my full attention to. Uh, I could tell they were having like a deep dive where, where they were, they were talking, talking real serious. And so, um, I wanted to see the whole thing. I wanted to give it my full attention. They are two legends who deserve my full full attention. So, uh, no, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm going to finish watching. What I saw so far was awesome, though. I mean, obviously, Bret Hart and Stone Cold are two of the greatest of all time. Um, and, and I love Stone Cold's interviewing. I think that he just I, – I, I like that he keeps it real while he's interviewing people, especially wrestlers, because – there's such mutual respect there when he does stuff with, with people, especially legends. So, uh, yeah, I love the Broken School sessions, and I'm very much looking forward to finishing this Bret Hart one. Bonjour from Belgium. Bonjour, Giannis. Uh, why is Mark Marrow here? Where's Ryan? Oh, man. You think? Nah. <laughs> uh, thoughts on ROH closing down for so long? Sucks, man. It sucks. I, I, I'm, I'm legitimately... The reason I want to do this live stream and the reason I wanted to do the Instagram live yesterday and I'm trying to, um, you know, to, to experiment with different streaming type stuff is strictly because this stuff is so depressing. Like, it's crazy depressing to every day be writing about this being canceled and that being canceled. And, 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 and it's just it sucks. It's super, super sucks. Uh, I feel so bad. I feel so bad for everyone in ROH that, you know, I, I, I heard they're still being paid. Uh, the people who were on contract and stuff like that. And I believe some of the daily workers were paid like in Vegas still um, when they didn't get to do their shows. So they're still making a little bit of money. But man, you know, like they're not, they're clearly not going to be making as much as they would. Um, they're, you know, I'm hoping that people still buy their shirts if they can, but it's tough. You know, how do you go buy a bunch of merch when your own future is uncertain. Uh, you know, we go to the grocery store and it's empty shelves for everything. It's just, it's scary. It's scary. Uh, even if it's, let's say the media is making, making a, uh, uh, which I don't think they are in any way, shape or form, but I'm, I'm talking to the conspiracy theorists out there. Let's say they are blowing this out of proportion on the news. It's still scary. Like it's still scary. There's over a hundred deaths in the United States rapidly happening shelves are empty everything's shutting down like it's a scary time so uh my thoughts on roh closing down for so long i i my heart goes out to them my heart goes out to everybody in the wrestling industry right now that's affected by this i feel my, my heart is like truly broken for all of them um i know how hard they hustle i know um i, I just know that you know they're they're losing out on income you know people are having to cancel things it's it's awful i feel terrible i that's really the only way i can describe it is that I just, yeah, I feel, I feel terrible. I feel absolutely terrible for everybody. Uh, mm, what is your dream match for WrestleMania using current roster and all time? Hmm. That's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't really, I mean, like, obviously there's like, so wait, I have to pick one person from the current roster and one person all time. I, I really, my, my like number one dream match that I want to see right now, like the match that interests me the most, that's a possibility still, uh, is Brock Lesnar versus Matt Riddle. Um, you know, Matt Riddle's been trying to make this happen, not trying to make it happen, but he's been, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's been pushing it for a long time. He's clearly got a little bit of an agenda. He wants to work Brock. Um, and he's been doing it on the indie. He was even doing it on the indies. He's been doing it in WWE, 
even if Brock told him to stop working uh, in, and mentioned him on social media, I don't care. That's the match that I want to see. I want to see Brock Lesnar versus Matt Riddle at WrestleMania. AEW becomes all delete wrestling tonight. Yes, I do. <laughs> Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I said it all along. What, look, at, I, I thought initially from the first vignette that they put out that it was going to be Matt Hardy, who was the exalted one. Um, and, and everyone was like, you're crazy. He's in WWE. And everyone was like, you're dumb. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, they, you know, the, the, the young bucks are saying this is going to be awesome in six months' time, and you're all going to be eating your words when you say that this was the dumbest thing ever. Um, I, I just was, and I was just putting everything together, right? And then, you know, obviously, the, the question I keep getting is like, haven't they telegraphed this enough? I mean, shouldn't there be a swerve? Like, is there going to be a swerve here? Because uh, ha- there's no surprise if it's just Matt Hardy, and to me. I don't care necessarily as much about the surprise. Like, yeah, surprises are awesome. They're fun, you know? But the but the longevity of what you can get out of a surprise is not much. You have to follow it up with something good. And I think that in a situation like Matt Hardy where everybody knew if he was leaving WWE, there was a very good chance that he was going to AEW. Um, you know, he's had a good relationship with the Young Bucks. Um, he's got an insanely creative mind. I think everybody assumed he was going to be there anyways. If he was able to, you know, work this world where he was able to get people talking about himself again, which he did, and then take that over and and, and use whatever he got out of that to help the Dark Order become even, to become a cool thing in AEW with him at the helm and possibly maybe even Brody Lee involved or something like that, that's awesome. And I think that's great. I don't think the surprise is as necessary. And also, people forget. There's a lot of people who don't read sites like mine, The Observer, um, you know, people who break, you know, people who are spoiling stuff. I'm not spoiling stuff, but the sites that are spoiling stuff. Um, there's a lot of people who don't read it, who are surprised in AEW. Um, so I think that, that people are undervaluing that as well. They're like, well, I'm not going to be surprised. And it's like, well, no, but that's because you're always on the internet. So they also catered to you by giving you teases along the way. And whether... It's Matt Hardy or not. Clearly, it was something that they were laying breadcrumbs uh, throughout the past few months on the internet uh, in regards to. Whether it's him or not, I think that he's at least going to be involved in the reveal. If not, it's a big waste if if he's not involved. At least involved in how it plays out in some way, shape, or form. Um, So, yes, I do believe that we see Matt Hardy tonight on AEW. That's my only... Uh, that, that's my guess. I'm not saying it's going to happen. That's my guess. Uh, Felipe Luchador, thanks for all the enjoyable content you put out. Appreciate you. I appreciate you as well, Felipe. Uh, still have Riddle as your pick to start an organization with. Bree, absolutely. Yeah, if I was to start a promotion, uh, absolutely. Matt Riddle would be my number one choice just because um, I think he's someone you can build an entire promotion around. I think that... Um, some people hate him. Some people love him. Uh, but but he gets a reaction from every single person. Uh, and I think that he, he exudes charisma. Um, yeah, so I think yeah, Matt Riddle and Montez Ford are two of my top picks. Absolutely. 
Um, obviously, I'd pick you know big names too, but uh, but yeah, I mean they're big names as well. But those are two uh, guys that I think you could build that you could put a title on, and people the people would get behind Montez Ford, Matt Riddle for sure. Um, let's see. Sweet mutton chops. Thank you. No question. Hope you're doing well and staying safe. Uh, aesthetic puppet. Same to you, man. Same to you. AJ, are you on a quarantine? Well, I mean, like the Collider office is officially closed right now. We're all working from home. Uh, I work on the internet, so I kind of work from home a lot of the time anyways. But, I mean, like, it's more of a self-imposed quarantine. Like, I'm still taking the dogs out, you know, still going out if I need to get things. Um, But, like, you know, from all the stuff I watched on the news, they basically said to act like you have coronavirus, um, to to proceed as if you had coronavirus. And the more time you're out there, the more time you might be spreading it to someone else uh, while they're trying to figure out what's going on. And, like, I don't want to be someone who gets other people sick. Like, I don't want to make someone possibly die. So, uh, you know, and I'll be honest, every time I leave this apartment, I'm trying so hard on this social distancing thing, like social distancing. I'm trying, man, I'm trying, but I feel like the people out there in the world are not listening and not paying attention to the news. And every time I go out there, someone's getting in the elevator standing next to me, or, um, I'm taking my dogs on a walk and someone's trying to like have our dog next to me. And it's like, I'm trying this. We we're all supposed to be trying this social distancing thing. Um, so I'm trying my best. It's tough. So I'm just trying to stay in quarantine as much as possible because it's a tough situation. This whole thing is tough. It's a scary, it's a scary uh, thing that's happening. I just don't want to be someone who spreads it to others. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a self-imposed quarantine. Um But I'm assuming more people might be on, you know, I, I keep seeing the news that, um, you know, there are some serious lockdowns going on. Places are shutting down everywhere. So I'm assuming it's going to be happening sooner or later. I stocked up uh, right before all the chaos uh, started uh, in the supermarkets. And so I luckily have a bunch of backup food if things go down and things get bad. And uh, I'm just uh, proceeding as is from inside my apartment and doing this mainly because I just feel bad, dude. I feel so bad that everyone's stuck. Everyone's stuck at home. Everyone's bored. People aren't working or they're working less because they're working from home. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just kind of wanted to do this to, to help everyone out a little bit, help clear our minds. It's hard to not sit there and watch CNN or Fox News or whatever all day and just be scared, be very scared. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I hope this helps a little bit uh, if you guys are on quarantine as well. Are WWE currently testing their superstars? You know, Sal, Sal Rico asked that. Um, I'm not sure if they're, like, just blanket testing everyone. Uh, all I know is that people are being tested to enter the performance centers, but they're having their temperature taken. There's a team of physicians there who are making sure that, you know, if you enter the facility at the performance center, you're in tip-top health, uh, that your health is that you're passing with flying colors all the the different tests that they could give you without it being a coronavirus test. Um, So that's that's what I hear they're doing right now. Let's see. Coach Coach Kaijo, 
What do you think of WWE continuously relying on stars of the past rather than building stars of the future, as well as always spoiling who is going to be on the show, hoping for a ratings bump? Um, well, Coach Kaijo, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it depends on how they're used. You know, I don't like when they use stars of the past in a way that doesn't also help build stars of the future. Um, you know, case in point, I hated what they did with Goldberg and The Fiend. I just hated it so much. I was not a fan of it. Um, I've made that very known on Twitter, on my shows, anywhere. Uh, I hated it. And and I get it because everyone says, you know, not everyone, but a lot of people say, well, The Fiend never should have had a title. And I get that. I 100% get that. I, I, I think in retrospect, I agree. Uh, it, the, it was not a smart decision to put the title on him um, because – Clearly, the fiend had uh, uh, what's the word? A plan. He had a, a, a thing that was driving him, and it was revenge of, of the things that messed with Bray Wyatt. And so, it's hard to to adhere to that when you have to have title programs too. He can't just show up at will to you know, you know to enact revenge on his next victim. So um, I get that, but at the same time, I just think there are there are times like that where it just it hurt. Bray Wyatt more than it helped him um, in the long run when he loses to Goldberg like that. And so I hate it, you know, um, similar. And I, I don't think Brock Lesnar is a star of the past, but you know, similar to when Brock Lesnar also on that same show squashed Ricochet. I just don't think it helps. Um, so I, I, I would love to see much more of a balance where the stars of the past are being used uh, to help get some of the guys over right now, as opposed to, um, making them lose some of their value. Um, and as far as uh, spoiling who is going to be on the show hoping for a ratings bump, it depends. Like, I don't really have a problem with announcing who's going to be on the show. Um, you know, I really just, to me, it's all the execution. Like, the surprise isn't what brings me back to WWE. The surprise factor of like, oh, I wasn't expecting that, like, is not what brings me back. To me, it's like interesting storylines of like, like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I am enjoying this storyline. I'm going to keep watching. Uh, so for me, announcing something in advance of who's going to be on a show doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is how they're used once once they're on the show. Uh, so that's how I look at that. Uh, John Kirby, are Raw and SmackDown going to continue live? What more can they do? Um, I believe they are. I, I, I believe they are going to continue as is for now. Um, let's see. Let's see. Love RVD with his wife, says Yanis. Uh, I also love RVD with Katie Forbes. Uh, one of my favorite things on Impact. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, Rob putting a highlight on his polyamorous relationship uh, is, is definitely something new uh, and different in wrestling. And the way they play it up is great. Uh, Rob just being so cocky. Uh, definitely one of my favorite things on Impact right now when I do watch it. Absolutely. Uh, big fan of RVD and Katie Forbes. And, and you know, you know, the, RVD is already one of my favorites of all time. He's the man, dude. So to see him, like, still be the man uh, in 2020, uh, you got to love it. Let's see. What do we got? Shave the head and grow a long beard. Ooh, that does not sound fun, Kyle, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking closely. Ah, you have a bald head and a long beard. I'll be honest with you, man. You go back in there, Kyle, and answer this question. I got to know how long it took you to grow that beard because I can grow my beard for a long time and it never gets that 
that long like that, like down like that. It just gets bushy and and uh, and 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 not cool looking. So maybe there's something special you got to do uh, to have the long flowing hair going down on your beard. I don't know, but I've never been able to uh, to make that happen. Maybe I gotta like uh, use straightener or something. I don't know. Finn, uh, uh, will Mania be at MSG and when? Gotta go back. We already talked about that. Um, Mike Bundy asks, do you think Edge owned after WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Edge signed a, a contract where he's got, like, I want to say, like, he's got a good amount of dates for the next few years uh, for pay-per-views. And I'm, from what I've been told, it's going to be, uh, you know, the big events, probably a Saudi Arabia event as well. Um, and he'll have programs like he'll be one of the new part-timers that has big programs at, at the big events so yeah you're gonna see edge some more this is not this is not uh, a one-and-done type situation are you really rocking that 2012 punk look laugh my ass off martin uh yeah dude i am uh don't worry i'm gonna get rid of it soon don't worry uh <laughs> bobby dante do angels cry that's a it's a good question, Bobby. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I had the answer to that. Um, does this give the Hardy compound an edge with delete storylines? Crazy timing where this might work. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I would. I don't think this is what's going to happen. But imagine a world where, like, you know, like if he does come in, he almost snaps the 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 Hardy or the sorry the AEW universe into the the Hardy compound and we just get fun sketches and stuff like that where people are far away from each other. I mean you could do it. Uh I don't think that's what's gonna happen, but but I would like to see it because I'm a huge Hardy fan. Um but I mean you could definitely have Matt film good Hardy compound footage that fits into the show to help fill time. I definitely think you could do that. So yeah, I think uh I don't know if it gives anyone an edge, uh, but it's great timing if they need to fill time. Um, let's see. What is that behind you? Um, this is taxidermy that Erica made. Uh, Erica, my girlfriend, is a big fan of taxidermy. So uh, she made this herself. It's terrifying. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Oh, shit. Gotta put that back more carefully. Let's see. She's gonna be very happy I showed off her taxidermy, so, uh, hope you guys enjoyed that one. Uh, let's see. David Reed asks, do you see AEW postponing the blood and guts match until fans can attend again? Feels like the match should be saved for a live crowd. Um, I wish, but similarly to WrestleMania, I think that the future is uncertain. I think that you need to get some of these things just out of the way uh, to, to, to not to mince words, you know, <laughs> like you got to get these things out of the way that you already promoted so that you can figure out, you know, what you're going to do going forward as a company while the whole world uh, is, is dealing with this. Um, I think that, you know, the rumor is that they're going to do it maybe at like maybe um, an indoor facility, 
maybe like Cody's nightmare factory that he, that he recently opened or something along those lines and film it maybe more cinematically. That's, that's maybe something I've heard floated around. Um, I like that idea. Um, and they've got, you know, they've got some time to be able to pull that off. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do too, but I don't think that they should postpone it just because the future is just too uncertain. It's too hard to keep postponing things. That is a good question, John Kirby. Will WrestleMania have a set this year? You know what, John? I'm going to look into that. I'm going to see if they're going to have a special WrestleMania set at the PC. It's a great question. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have. An, I don't have an answer to that. 45 minutes into this into the stream, I finally don't have an answer for something. <laughs> uh, let's see. As far as TakeOver goes, we'll be shifted onto a Wednesday instead and have a stacked NXT show. That's my guess. I think instead of doing it on a weekend, you just you you put TakeOver on uh, you know, the regular Wednesday night show instead. A- absolutely. Um CT says, Does do you wish Ricochet could be Prince Puma again? No, 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 no. Ricochet is gonna he's gonna bounce back, no pun intended. He he he's gonna be fine. He'll, he'll he'll be fine. Don't worry. Um don't worry. He'll, he'll be fine. I think that, you know, obviously this is a bummer uh, where he's currently at, but he's such a talented dude. Sal Rico asks, do you think they can pre-record all of their WrestleMania matches? That way they can edit and get the best shots and make sure the product is as perfect as they can make it. Uh, Jamie Iovine and I discussed this yesterday when we did an Instagram live video which I also put on the podcast feed if you guys want to go back and listen to it. Um, I think that's what they should do. It minimizes the amount of people that are in the performance center. Um, it makes it so people can work out every part of the match and they can figure out, okay, well, this feels boring here. We can change it around. They could do a lot. They could they could film it even more cinematically, like I was saying, and the, the the cuts and things of that nature might even make it be cool, like a like a real different looking WrestleMania. Um, they have the capability to do like they even have one thing in there that has a, a, a ring that has a green screen with like a three sixty camera. They can have a match in there and do something weird. Um, there's lots of possibilities. So I yeah I think they should do that. Um, Jamie Iovine, when we were talking about it yesterday. His main contention was that obviously spoilers would leak out then, and people would know uh, what happened at WrestleMania ahead of time. Um, I, I guess, and yes, that would probably happen. But I just think, like, if you want to spoil WrestleMania for yourself, fine. But the majority of people that are going to watch that show aren't going to tr- go out of their way to go find spoilers for who's going to win at WrestleMania. I hope not, at least. That would be silly if you're going to watch WrestleMania to go do that. I mean, I don't even try and figure out the winners or try and, like, seek out the winners of all the matches ahead of time because I want to have a little fun while watching WrestleMania. So, um, yeah, no, I hope uh, I, I hope they film it ahead of time. Um, let's see. Uh, Ed says, any thought on WWE maybe going through with WrestleMania because they might be forced to shut down later? Uh, yeah, that's basically what I said. I, I think that that's why they're doing it now instead of later. Um... Hey, Ryan, have you heard anything new about Killer Cross and Scarlet debuting on NXT? I mean, obviously, it felt like 
this was leading towards a takeover match uh, where he was going to have his, uh, you know, his debut at takeover or, or something along those lines, a big match at takeover. I think with everything going on, and I hate to keep sounding like a broken record here, but with everything going on, everything's in such limbo. Like, I don't even know why you would, why would you debut him now? You want that huge pop when he finally makes the, the his entrance or whatever. So unless you're going to do something real cool where an audience isn't needed, like you film some kind of like crazy behind you know backstage segment or something along those lines, um, I think you hold off on it. I don't think anyone should be rushed onto TV right now. Um, Dion says, how come they haven't utilized backstage areas with backstage attacks, assaults, taking the action away from the empty arena ring? That's what I'm, I'm, I've been confused by that too. Um, you would think if you're not going to have more action in the ring, you could make up for it by doing something behind the scenes. Um, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. Maybe because you're touching more things, but I mean, like the whole, you'd hope things are more sanitized there anyways. Um, my only guess is that the ring is the most sanitary place there. And so they want to make sure if they're, t- if the wrestlers are forced to touch things, that it's not just random things in the back stage area, that it's, uh, that it's the sanitized ring. Maybe that's my only guess. Um, Tim says, Hey Ryan, love your work. Finn says hello from England. Hello, Finn. Hello, Tim. Uh, I appreciate you guys watching. Uh, could the hacker be Alberto Del Rio's return? Come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. Um, let's see. Just see. Oh, I don't want to read that one. <laughs> um, thoughts of the Bailey Baker comparison? Carissa Lopez asks. You know, I thought that. Initially, when Britt started doing her heel thing and the role model thing, it was so similar. Like, it bothered me how similar it was. Like, I wasn't going to say that, but it was It was like, this is a bit, bit close. Uh, especially when the shirt was even similar. But I think as time has passed, um, I do see a difference between the two. I don't think, I don't, she's more just pulling the heel stuff. You know, I, I don't think she's going... May not feel similar anymore. Um, that, let's see. What the fuck happened to your face? Fair question. Um, I believe Brody Lee is with Dark Order or be Jake the Snake guy. Uh, that's exactly what I think, too. I think if we don't see Brody Lee with Jake the Snake tonight or tomorrow or next, next week, I, I think that. So I think he's a part of the Dark Order as well. I don't know if he is the exalted one and Matt's just been part of it or or what. But I also have this like suspicion that maybe Luke Harper um, is involved as well. I've had that a lot since he's the only one that has been so silent this whole time. Let's see. That's a weird question. Let's see. EVZ, great points on Matt Hardy, man. I think it's the worst kept secret, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, you're right. Thank you. Mm. Let's see. Should Edge Orton main event WrestleMania 36? Sorry if that was asked before. Stay safe out there, man. Um, at this point, yes. 
I think, you know, I had already said that, like, maybe it should. And I understood people saying, no, no, no. Drew McIntyre's big moment should close the show. Drew McIntyre beating Brock Lesnar. And I I, I, I understood that argument. I, I, I completely did. Um, but with the fact that being that they're not, there's not going to be some huge pop crowning cheat, uh, achieving moment when it happens, um, I think you got to close with Edge Orton. You let them just go ham in the performance center. You know, I mentioned it yesterday on um, the stream I did with Jamie that, like, you have them, you know, edge throw Orton through the glass of the performance center and just do crazy stuff everywhere in there. And you just – that that's what I think uh, should close the show. Yes, I, I do think that. Um, do you play WWE 2K? I try, man. I try, CT. I try, but this 2K20 is just so bad. I can't even do my entrances because it freezes and then crashes. Um, I like, like the new buttons, buttons. I like some of the changes. But the, the game is just still broken and they're putting out new content. And it's so, 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 so frustrating because I try, I try. And I feel like they're just not even caring about the game being broken anymore. So um, I'm pretty frustrated about that. But I try and play WWE 2K still. Uh, whoa. No, okay, wait, never mind. Lance says, Ryan, when is Big E going to become a main event player? Um, God, I thought it was going to happen. I was hoping that by this time this year that we'd get Kofi versus Big E for the title. That's kind of what I was hoping for. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I think that. I hope that one day he has a, a Kofi Kingston like uh, ascension up to the top, and that it doesn't take twelve years for it to happen. Because man, that guy is money, and he doesn't need to turn heel for it to happen. Just him as himself is could be a main event player if given the opportunity. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind. Um, is the weekly video podcast on hiatus? Yes, Faustino. The weekly video podcast is on hiatus. That's also why I'm doing more of these streams. Um, obviously, you know, talking to a microphone that a bunch of people are touching and stuff doesn't seem like the smartest thing right now. So, uh, yeah, Collider shut down for the time being and, uh, the video podcast is also on hiatus as well. Think Jeff Hardy might reunite with Matt if he goes to AEW. I mean, if he went to AEW, he would, I would guess, but, um, I don't see Jeff leaving WWE. I see Jeff wanting to end his career there. Uh, that he's always been held in higher regard in WWE. And I think that, I think he stays there. I think that he stays there once his contract is eventually up. Let's see. I'm in the same boat. My job closed till April 15th, but I'm getting paid. So I'm choosing to stay home. Yeah, it makes sense. Good call. AJ. Um, what do you think Gronk is going to do in WWE? Um, I mean, my guess would be the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, Memorial Battle Royal, since he already has history in that, you know, but I, I don't know. I don't even know if that match is going to happen now because you can't have that many people. It would be, you would think having that many people in the ring at once kind of goes against what people are saying and it's very much not social distancing. <laughs> uh, and it's definitely a lot of, like, you know, 25 guys in the ring. So, I don't know. I don't know where they go with it now. I'm interested, though. I'm definitely interested. Um, shave the rest. We want a Robert Rude mustache, Jack Taylor. Well, you will be happy 
in a few days, Jack Taylor, when I get bored of this and it becomes a mustache next uh, before I finally shave it all off. Um, get a few more questions in now. So we've almost done it for an hour, and I want to uh, look back at this, see how it looks, see if we should do more of these. Uh, yeah, let me know if you want to see more of these. Uh, if WWE pre-record their mania matches, do you think that the scene heavily theatric, being that both guys are very good actors? Yes, absolutely, Sal. Um, you know, I mentioned the green screen ring. You could totally do a match in the funhouse. You could have him take Bray Wyatt, or the Fiend could take John Cena to the funhouse and fight him in some weird clown thing with the green screen room. So yes, I if if they're pre-recorded, I definitely could see that match uh, using some heavy theatrics. Absolutely. Um, enough food for three months. No, I wish this guy, but good few weeks. Um, Bobby Dante, my job requires me to go and interact with the elderly, so I don't have much of a choice to not be able to do social distancing. Well, I hope you're trying to keep them safe, my man. Um... Alberto Del Rio. Why does everyone think Alberto Del Rio is going to be the hacker? Is this what? Why do I? I've gotten that question like a hundred times. It feels like um, I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> it says, "Did you make sure the logo placement was jumping off the shelf in the right?" No, that was not intentional. But I just noticed that. That does look like that. I like it. Um. All right, I'm going to look for these last few questions here before I head out. So I might scan a little bit. All right, nothing. Hey, Erica's boyfriend, get her on. We want some stories about the real Mr. Satin. <laughs> uh, we've been, bo- like, just out of boredom, and to keep ourselves busy, Erica's been, like, bugging me just to do a podcast with just her, even if it's only an episode or two. So um might be something fun. I don't know. We'll see thinking about it. If anything, I'll probably be on Instagram live to make my life easier. <laughs> so I don't have to edit it since it's not wrestling related. Um, but we're thinking about doing something like that, Jack. Um, Christian Ramos, Eric Bugenhagen, Bugenhagen, still signed. Uh, he is still signed. Christian Ramos. Uh, the true takeover has been canceled. I don't, there's been no word on that yet. Uh, what do you think Gronk's going to do? I answered that. Let's see. Uh, Roka. Oh, I did see this one a bunch on Roka. As, yeah, I mean, I would love to do. I actually thought about that. I was like, oh, maybe Roka and I should start doing our Raw and SmackDown recaps again since he's doing streams. Like, one will be on his stream, one will be on mine while we're stuck inside. I don't know. I might. Um, I'm definitely going to try and talk to him about something. Uh, maybe just like, even if we chat on Instagram one day or something, um, get his takes on something. I'd like to chat with him, but he's also very busy with his channel and stuff, so um, make sure you guys check that out as well and support all the stuff that he is doing. Alright, guys. I'm done. I'm going to check this out. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to see if I like this. I'm going to look back. I feel weird talking to myself for so long, even though I'm talking to all of you. Uh, I hope this helped you kill time for an hour. Uh, yes, Caden. Everyone hit up the Outlaw. Go check out his channel. He's putting out good content now that he's doing stuff on his own. Um, but if you want to check out all the stuff that I'm doing, just go to prowrestlingsheet.com. That's where I'll be posting uh, the most pertinent stories as all of this is going on in the world right now. Still covering all the different wrestling shows. 
make sure you check us out on social media and follow us at Wrestling Sheet uh, as well. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not going to upload uh, Chen. I'm not going to upload this to the podcast because I don't think people want to just hear me talking like this on podcast form for an hour. Maybe, maybe I'm just insecure. I don't know. Uh, but uh, if I'm doing like. Uh, thing where I'm covering Raw or I'm covering SmackDown or AEW or NXT or a pay-per-view, um, whether it be here or on um, Instagram Live, I will likely be putting that on uh, the podcast feed still since we're not going to be recording Wrestling Sheet. Everyone out. So go make sure you go, make sure you follow us at Wrestling Sheet on social media. I'm at Ryan Satin on social media. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope it helped pass the time a little bit. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there. Make sure you're keeping your social distancing. Make sure you're uh, conserving your toilet paper. Uh, I hope you guys are well stocked up, and I will be talking to all of you soon. Thanks for joining me here. I appreciate it. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one two three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 